Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. When I look at what I want to do, go straight to the top. Who do you want to learn basketball from? Michael Jordan or a good college player? Odds are you'll only be 1% as good at basketball as Michael Jordan. So if you start at the highest level, you're probably the greatest basketball player of all time. If you can play 1% as good as Michael Jordan, you will be badass when you go to the park. Coming up today, let the customer tell you. Social media, in many ways, is one of the easiest hurdles I've ever had to jump in business because I can see everything. The definition of social media means it's public. So who here wants to be, do you guys want to be an influencer or do you want to use influencers to promote your products? Both. Okay. Sweet. Adrian, do you want to snap a few? Yeah. I think Adrian, my designated snapper. Here, let me say, everybody say hello. Hey. Okay. Um, you don't have to do a ton, but you can do during. Okay. So let's talk, we'll start with this one. So you want to be an influencer and market through other influencers. Well, it's interesting, you know, I did a survey of what people, how many people want to be influencers. A lot of people want to be influencers. And uh, so I think it's kind of like, I think there's different reasons. I think some people want to do it for the money, and in some ways it's like the new movie star, you know, to be, have a lot of followers and stuff. And there's a lot of street cred if you can get enough followers. So I would, I guess I would say, for those of you who want to be an influencer, the, the first thing is you definitely have to really stand out in some way because it's getting more saturated. So if you're going to try to be like a, genera- a generalist influencer, I think it's going to get harder and harder. So I would try to, I always believe, big believer in the Facebook approach, which is Mark Zuckerberg first started out with just ha- trying to dominate his dorm then once he was an influencer there, then it was the whole, all of Harvard. Then it was just Ivy League schools. Then it was just colleges. Then it was just America. Then it went global. And then, so it was like at least eight big steps. So I would try to, don- like when I started out, I just focused on like books. You know, like that, even before like the Here in My Garage video and stuff like that, I was doing, I probably started a little bit in 2013. And a little bit more in 2014. It wasn't really till 2015, two years ago is when I really made a push to do a lot of social stuff, January 2015, it's almost exactly two years. And so in 2013 and 14, I was just pretty much building a small niche of people that wanted to get book reviews. And you can see now I do a lot less of that. 
Um, and some people think, oh, Ty's changed. And I'm like, no, because all the things that I do now on my social media, I was doing back in 2013. I just had to pick an angle at the beginning. You know, so now I actually show more of my life. And now it's actually more authentic. It's funny that sometimes people think it's inauthentic now. They're like, now Ty's like Dan Bilderian. I'm like, I had guns when I was a teenager. You know, like nothing's in, I had a Ferrari. My first nice car was, uh, I had a Maserati, I think in 2007. So before I ever, you know, 2015 is when I showed the Lamborghini. So it was eight years before I did that. And I was just with my 99-year-old grandma yesterday for her birthday. She just turned 99. And we're walking on the beach. I don't know if you saw my Snapchat. And I said, hey, grandma, like, did you take me down to the beach when I was young? She's like, yeah, but you liked cars more when you were one years old. So I guess uh, cars is pretty authentic for me. So I would pick something that's authentic, number one, because eventually, as you can see, people are super cynical. People still think my cars are all rented and all that good stuff. Zach just printed out the Carfax. We're going to make a funny skit. And so all the Carfax shows that they were never rented, but we're going to do it in a funny way. Um, so pick something authentic, number one. Then number two, just go real narrow. Because the market for people who read books and are actually interested in books is much smaller than you think. The average person that actually reads books reads like fiction, Harry Potter and stuff. The amount of people that are reading Cialdini's influence is like this room plus another 20,000 people. That's it in America. So, but I was okay with that small niche because you build a, a small army of followers. And um, so go, don't be afraid to be teeny. If you can get, ten, I see some influencers that have very small followings relatively. There's a guy, Cody Ko. He actually made like a nasty video about me, but now we're making a funny video together because he realized now he likes me. Um, but when he first heard about me, he's like, who the fuck is this guy? He was just over at the house. Um, but his, Insta- his Twitter is relatively small. Where is my phone? Let me see. His Twitter, if you look up <coughs> Cody Co. I mean, it's not super small, but it's got like mm, 200,000 followers or something. It may be the most engaged Twitter I've ever seen. Let's see. 298,000 followers, but look, if he posts two hours ago, already 4,000 likes. Like, there's a lot of people out there that got a million Twitter followers that have never got 4,000 likes ever, no matter what they posted. So he's eight hours ago, woke up, being, woke up feeling pizza as hell today. 3,711 uh, likes and 1,104 retweets. I mean, lots of people have. Cody Yeah, Cody K.O. C-O-D. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that it's okay for you to have a really small niche, especially at the beginning. And so some niches off the top of my head um, that you could pick, for example... We might just, we can snap a few at the end maybe. It's better just to take this and put it, and I'll upload it to Snapchat tomorrow or something. Give me a one minute thing. Uh, For example, just off the top of my head, things that are easy to niche that a lot of people like, food is one. I kind of go in the order of like reward. What are people rewarded by? So you had 
Dan Bozerian, for example, now got 20 million Instagram followers, which is a lot for, you know, very... But The Rock has the most as a guy now. And he's growing like 70,000 a day. Obviously, his was wrestling, right? So just a goofy thing like that. Kevin Hart is this probably the second fastest growing guy, and his is fun, being funny. Dan Bozerian was girls, guys who want to see pretty girls. That's a bit, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of people like that. It's a, it's in a way it's a niche, but in a way it's very broad. Food is a good one, and that anybody can do. So if any of you are good at cooking, that is a great one that you can build audience. Animals is a good one. There's people who have like their dog, and they develop a character, and they have. Actually, a girl who works for my old company as a secretary has like 100,000 followers of her dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's one. Um, now, if you have a business, this is, here's the thing that's a little tricky. A lot of times entrepreneurs will have a business, and so they think that they have to make their social media all about their business. But for most people, business is boring to watch, right? So... That's a mistake I see entrepreneurs making, thinking that, okay, I'm selling a digital product, therefore all my social media has to be about a digital product. Entrepreneurs probably have the worst social media in the world. You know, I'm serious. It's like, I mean, I'll give an example, and I'm not saying this in a braggy way, but I haven't, in terms of entrepreneurs, I think I have the biggest Instagram following in the world. I got 1.7 million followers now, and... That's without that much trying. I really only started on Instagram trying maybe about a year ago. And there's these entrepreneurs that have been out there forever. And one guy that I really look up to is I like Tony Robbins a lot. But his Instagram, whoever's running it, is not doing him service. Because he's a, I, I think Tony Robbins is, is a good person to learn from. I've, he's, I've learned a lot from him, especially when I was starting out. And I was just on his social media yesterday, and it's just... It, if you wanted to de-optimize how to become a social media influencer, you would do whatever. And I'm sure it's not Tony Robbins. It's some person. It's just boring. It's just, it's, I'll show you. I mean, not to pick on him, but everybody here knows Tony Robbins, right? Because Tony Robbins should have a lot bigger following than me because he's been around since I was a little kid, I think. Okay, so let me give you an example of like de-optimized posts like this. Like this is de-optimized. It's not enjoyable. It's got 6,000 likes, which he has a million followers. It should, you shouldn't have 6,000 likes. And it's just like a picture. I think this is of his podcast or something. So this is what I was saying. Even really smart people are making this mistake as entrepreneurs of thinking they got to just post about this. What would get him a lot more, and then it's a lot of like formal stuff like this weird stuff, Inc. Magazine, like that. Um, a very little, If I'll show you something interesting, and this is just for you guys to show. Here's the thing about social media. One of the best pieces of advice I ever got, Alan Nation, my second mentor. Believe it or not, he died. I'm so sad. Last time you guys were here, he's still alive. And uh, I was just going to go see him. And uh, Joel Salatin, who also looked up Alan Nation, is like, he died. But he died happy. He loved trains. So he would ride trains. Every train in the world he's ridden. And he was on a train in Texas and just had a massive heart attack. And they say he died happy, though. 
didn't even know it hit him. He was on a train. So rest in peace. He's one of the, probably he's the guy who taught me how to read a book a day, and probably in some ways the smartest person I've ever met. But he told me when I was still a teenager, he said the crazy thing about life is you can tell and show people your formula, and they won't do it. And so a lot of people think about being secretive, that it's super important. And there, I think you got to pick and choose. Some things you got to be very secretive. Obviously, you don't want to give out your social security number and your bank account number, right? You don't want to be stupid. But in many ways, I don't understand it. Like for here, you see this picture? I didn't even have to look, and I knew that this had more likes. 37,000 likes, okay? Which is a good number for a million. That's about 3%. Um, versus you know, 6,000. So the question is, why would, you, why would you ever post again like that? Well, they keep posting the same shit. I mean, look, look how many are like that. One, two, three. 10,000 likes, 6,000. This one, they did it again. 4,000 going down. So what, one thing you can do, I don't know if any of you are in my accelerator program or the 67 steps or went through it, but one of the things I talk about and this is the third thing to being good at social media, is uh, CDR. So uh, this is the opposite of stubbornness. It's customer-driven response. And they're not doing it on that account, whoever's managing Tony's account. It's, it's sad. They're, not, they're saying, we know what the customer wants. And even when the customer literally tells you by liking this 37,000 times and this 4,000, they've already decided they know what's right. So they're just posting over and over, 4,000, 6,000. Don't do that. Let the customer tell you. So social media, in many ways, is one of the easiest things, easiest hurdles I've ever had to jump in business because I can see everything. The definition of social media means it's public. You can go on DJ Khaled's Snapchat and see what he's posting. By its nature, he can't hide it from me. And DJ Khaled's a great example. I actually met him for the first time at the Grammys. He was standing in the ba- women's bathroom uh, right at the door, not in it. And he was, he was waiting for his wife. And I did, we, he, we know each other. He knows who I am. And uh, I just went up to him and I was like, what's up? And he's a funny guy, nice guy. But it's all visible. And he mostly posts, you know, behind the scenes stuff. And when he's at his best, it's what made him big was when he got lost on this jet ski I don't know if you guys know, and he went and he rocketed to four or five million Snapchat views per post by just getting lost on a jet ski and snapping it and being like, I don't know if I'm getting home, and it got dark on him, and he's in the middle of the Caribbean. And so people like that. So the CDR, customer-driven response, was a lot of follows and stuff like that. So to be a social media follower, you have to mostly get rid of stubbornness. I've been saying this for many years. It's what makes you broke and and a bad entrepreneur is pride, stubbornness, and sensitivity. I see that in almost every entrepreneur that's not doing so well, including myself. When I fail, it's usually around one of those. What is this Tony Robbins account? This is the most stubborn account I've ever seen. It's just bizarre. I'm just like, ah. I mean, I'm not smarter necessarily than that person, but Shit, I'll delete stuff off my Insta. If I had 4,000 likes on something, I'd be like, delete. No reason to air your baggage, you know, your, your bad laundry to everybody. If you make a big mistake, delete it. So 
by doing that, by picking a niche, okay, then letting and then posting different things, not being afraid to start with a small niche and then expand out. Like I said, mine was book reviews, and now it's just my life. You know, my, now it's very broad who I appeal to, and that's on purpose. That was pretty much the game plan from day one. You'll be able to do the same thing. So, questions on that? Hi. Yes. Right. Facebook now, a million. Yes. YouTube, about 900,000. Right. What, what's your strategy behind that? Like, what drives you to do that? I'm, a mad, I'm happiest when I'm a mad scientist. So when I find a new code to crack, it's like interesting. Like, Instagram, I know how to grow. I can grow, I grew about, I was one of the fastest growing. Like, in December, actually what happened is, I, was, I won't say who, but another entrepreneur pissed me off in December. Well, and I was like, okay. That's how, you know, it's a story. Um, I met Kobe. I went to this back and sat next to Kobe last year before I retired. And after one of the games, Kobe brought me back in the locker room. But I had to wait while he was doing his interviews. And John Starks was there. You guys know who John Starks was? He was like the nemesis of Michael Jordan at the Knicks. And he was a good defender. And so John Starks was standing there. in This, this is about in this last summer. So I went up to John Starks. And I said, John. What'd you learn playing against Michael Jordan? He said, well, I got a story for you, Ty. He goes, first game I really played against Michael Jordan. First time I'm guarding him, he comes up the court, Jordan wasn't paying attention. I stole the ball, went down and dunked from Jordan. And he said, and then I came down and was like, ah, like that, made a face. And he said, Jordan came down and did one of the most famous dunks on me that's on 100,000 posters. I said, what'd you learn from that? He said, don't awaken the giant. He should have left them alone. So anyway, not calling myself a giant, but someone pissed me off, and they were like, oh, I'm going to be the biggest social media influencer. I was like, all right. So then I got a million in four weeks, and I was like, those are all real, no fake, nothing. So that shut up that conversation. Then I got bored with it. I'm like, ah, okay, you got to know how to motivate yourself. You know what I'm saying? So YouTube's coming next. We'll crack the YouTube one. YouTube's probably the hardest because... Nobody fucking subscribes on YouTube. Like, do you ever look at your YouTube feed? Like, no one does. And most of the big channels have young video game 12-year-olds. So if you're an adult, you know, it's like... So, and YouTube's less valuable to have subscribers. Snapchat's... Snapchat. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook is what I'm doing now. And I was, I was doing an experiment, and I was growing at about 70,000 likes a day. So I, could, I think on Facebook, you can even do more. Facebook's probably the easiest one to get big because it's a huge, it's the biggest market, you know? Yes? Uh, depends what you sell. Some things will be very hard to sell with influencer ad, uh, influencers posting for you. The best thing with influencers is like health products. If you sell like something that makes people's hair grow or makes you skinny or stuff like that. Facebook ads is very broad. You can pretty much sell anything with Facebook ads now. So Facebook, I would, if I had to choose, I would, for most of you, I would say Facebook will be best. To be, if you had to be good at one thing. Facebook's still huge opportunities. Yes? How much do you think that your YouTube advertising campaign helped you become an influencer or relatively 
Yeah, YouTube was by far the big driver for me. And YouTube in many ways is, YouTube, let me put it this way, video is the best. And if you look now on my Instagram, I, the CDR is, I'm posting more and more videos. Videos I can get. And, and I don't know if that's true for everybody, but I think it is. I watch, I mean, Dan Bozarian now, his pictures started cap out at two to 400,000 likes, but his videos get like six million. I saw one of the Kardashians got 15 million Instagram views. I've never seen that before. It was like the Kardashian, it was the two sisters. So I think that YouTube, just because it's a video channel, is one of your best ones. And YouTube's still underutilized for every one of you. Because YouTube, you can go long. And Facebook, you can too. Facebook still tends to be shorter videos do better. YouTube is your best chance if you want something that's 20 minutes long. You know, Facebook still, people aren't used to scrolling and then just watching for 20 minutes. But people, once in a while, you'll get something YouTube that's 20 minutes, and you'll set your phone down and eat, or you'll put it up on an iPad, or you'll throw it up with a Chromecast or something like that. So YouTube is cool. I still love, I, you know what? I've actually, since in the year you guys have been coming here, I am more in love with social media than I've ever been. I think it's a better opportunity now than last month, than two months. It's only getting better. Like now, the big one I figured out is Twitter. Twitter can be a very cool one. I really, I didn't like Twitter for a while because you don't like anything you're not good at. If you have a friend who sucks at basketball, you're like, want to play basketball? Like, no, basketball sucks. Well, it's only because he sucks. And so I didn't like Twitter because I've always been average at it, but Twitter is a cool one. And I'll put it to you this way. Twitter is why Donald Trump is a president. And I will tell you that whether you like him or hate him, he beat Hillary Clinton in social media. And so if you really love Hillary, I mean, Hillary was, oh, don't get me started. Just the dumbest thing. She spent probably $100 million on TV commercials. I know the guys that ran Donald Trump's social media, too. And he just was, that they were more savvy with social media. And if you look, I knew he was going to win. Not saying I, I really didn't love either one of them to win, but... I told Maya like a month before, I'm like, this Trump is going to win. And people are like, how do you know? Every post has exactly double the likes on Twitter than Hillary. That's, you don't need, they're still doing Pew surveys. I'm serious. They're still doing surveys. I can do a good survey. I just post, who do you think is going to win? And, you know, 400,000 people see it. Well, Twitter should be, uh, Hillary should have paid Twitter to say, Who's going to win, Donald Trump or Hillary? And she would have found out that it was much closer than she thought. And then she would have been smarter and, you know, tried to win certain states. And so social media is powerful enough that it elects presidents now, for sure. And it started doing that with Obama because Obama started with email marketing. You know, by the way, I don't know if you guys seen, I started the social media marketing agency program. For some of you who don't know what to do, that thing is getting very surprisingly above my expectation results for people. Like, it's pretty cool. I started that test group in October, and, and all of you will get free access to it, for, as I told you, for being in this program. So if you don't have access, you should go through that. There's a lot of people making eight dollars to $20,000 a month that are like never started a business before. It's a huge opportunity. I'm actually starting... I like to, you know, I don't like to sell stuff that doesn't work, so I try to test it. 
So I tested it. The first guy to almost ever go in it is the Jaden Gross guy that I've flown out here twice. He had never had a bank account before. He was 21, living with his parents, Chicago. Now I think he's making 28,000 a month on recurring. 25,000 a month. And we had him come and meet my lawyers and bring checks and stuff. We're trying to verify. We can't perfectly verify that every testimonial is true, but it's a lot. Like, it's actually, I was posting them on Snapchat, and I got bored of, I'm like, there's too fucking many. To this morning, there was like six posts, and they were paying to post to Snapchat. You got to do them from camera roll. So if any of you aren't sure what to do, it is such a big opportunity. Uh, we had a guy here, Jose, who, who focuses on political parties in South America. Um, Jaden is focused on doctor's offices, I think. Um, what are some of the other? I mean, people are doing doctors, restaurants is pretty big. Dentists, surgeons. Politicians. Politicians. Yeah, chiropractors. So for any of you that went through this year and still are not, you know, 100% sure what to do, that is such a good one. Social media is so... I always think what Charlie Munger said, he's like, my whole life, I thought I knew the value of rewards and persuasion. And every year I live, I'm like, I underestimated it last year. And that's how social media is. Because a lot of people think they realize how big social media is. No. It's, it, I'd say it'll be the... People say virtual reality will be the dominant form. But I don't think it's that simple. I think it'll, it'll be like... If it is virtual reality, it'll be like virtual reality slash social media. People are still going to want to interact with people. I don't think every person in the world is going to just want to be with holograms. And if they do, it's going to be 10, 20 years till that happens. So you can make a good run for 10 years, make your money, and then retire and look at holograms with a headset all the, time, all the rest of your life. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, Here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right. I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle. And then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.